This is AgriPulse Open Mic. I'm your host, Jeff Galley. Our guest this week is Syngenta CEO, Eric Fearwald. AgriPulse Open Mic is brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. America's crop insurance industry provides individualized protection on over 300 million acres of farmland. Crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. AgriPulse Open Mic continues with Syngenta's Eric Fearwald next. Today's Open Mic segment is brought to you by America's crop insurance industry, which is thankful for the continued support of farmers, commodity organizations, rural businesses, lenders, and lawmakers who are fighting to maintain a strong farm safety net. Providing individualized protection on more than 300 million acres of farmland, crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. This is AgriPulse Open Mic. Kim China's purchase of Syngenta hasn't changed the day-to-day operations of the company. In fact, CEO Eric Fearwall says the new partnership has afforded an opportunity toward increased investment in plant breeding, crop protection, and digital tools. The company's good growth plan includes multiple missions toward global agriculture sustainability and producing more food to feed a growing planet. You know, the world is increasingly concerned about sustainability. And it starts with consumers. So consumers all around the world, including in the United States, and I I would include in that the American farmer, are very concerned about climate change, preserving biodiversity, water, making sure that that, that our water continues to be clean and safe for everybody, and also pesticide residues. You know, we, we, we have a highly regulated pesticide industry. Our products are safe, are demonstrated safe. Uh, when regulators approve a product, they put in a hundredfold safety factor. But let's face it, everybody wants less residues, so we're working on, on all these areas. How can we do more to help farmers reduce the impact of agriculture in the food industry and climate change? How can we help better preserve biodiversity? How can we continue to reduce the amount of water needed in agriculture and make sure we protect our waterways? and continue to reduce the residues in foods. Sustainability has become a new buzzword, but in terms of agriculture and of farmers, sustainability has been, or at least the the description of sustainability has been a part of agriculture for generations. Can we look at where we are today and where we need to go without having some appreciation for the accomplishments that we've made so far? Yes, I think we need to understand where we've come from and the great progress that's been made, particularly by the U.S. farmer. The U.S. farmer, you know, we, we, we serve farmers all over the, all, all over the world. The U.S. farmer is the most productive, so the highest yields, and does things like minimum till and, and, and no-till agriculture better than farmers anywhere in the world. And when you do low or no-till, you keep carbon in the soil. You don't release it to the atmosphere. So the kind of farming that's done in the United States is the most sustainable in the world today, I I believe. But there's still more we can do. What we've done in the United States, better than any place else in the world, sustainable agriculture, but there's more we can do. And Syngenta wants to be part of that solution, working together with farmers, working together with grain companies, food companies, NGOs like the Nature Conservancy, and just working with the whole value chain to make sure that we're doing things as sustainably as we can. Keep getting better. 
For the sum that is Syngenta, how important is North American agriculture? The United States is by far our number one market. We have our largest investment in the United States. We're increasing the investment in the United States, and it will continue to be our most important market for as long as I can see. This is critically important to us because not only is it a big market itself for the U.S. economy, feeding the U.S. population, but because the U.S. farmer is the most productive, we have a tremendous export market today, and I think with the, with a the growing population around the world and the challenges all over the world, that, that market's going to become even better. With the U.S. farmer not only being productive, but also having the safest and I believe we'll be able to market the environmental sustainability of our products, too. So the safety, the quality, the competitive cost, when you put all that together in the image of the United States farmer, I think we've got a tremendous growth opportunity for U.S. farmers and the U.S. agriculture industry. I'm going to borrow a phrase from Senate Agriculture Committee Chair Pat Roberts, who said simply that our farmers and ranchers are in a rough patch right now. It's easy to talk about the challenges before agriculture, another 200,000 people on the planet every day, and growing toward 9 to 10 billion people or maybe more by a particular amount of time. But for right now, farmers are in a surplus situation, and it's hurting them economically. Obviously, sustainability to protect the natural resources, but from a farmer's standpoint, we still have to remain profitable. So how does Syngenta straddle the fence of, of looking towards sustainable practices and also maintaining profitability for growers? So, so two, two things. One, what, what Syngenta wants to do specifically is, is keep bringing innovation, both product innovation, digital innovation, agronomic advice innovation, to help the farmers get better yields and, and grow more sustainably and more profitably. You do it in a way that's more profitable so that they're, they're able to, to, to benefit from our, our technology, our innovation more and more. I think the second one is, is, is work together with the government, with, 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 with NGOs, with farmer groups to encourage two things right now in the near term. One is that the USMCA gets passed and that we open up more access to the Canadian and the Mexican markets and more fair basis for our farmers. And then secondly, and I think even a bigger opportunity, is the China deal. Let's, let's keep supporting the Trump administration, the people that are doing the negotiations on the U.S. side and on the Chinese side to get a deal done and open up this tremendous market opportunity for the U.S. farmer. I think if, if those things continue to happen, we keep on the forefront of technology in this country because we've got the best regulatory process, we've got the best farmers, the best ability to, to, to drive new technology, um, keep, keep on the leading edge of being able to, to, to produce and provide to the world high-quality, safe products at a, at a competitive price and open up those markets then I think the profitability, the growth opportunity for the farmers and the agriculture industry for the U.S. is tremendous. There was a period of time that an ag crop protection company or a seed company really just needed to talk to its customer, and that was the most of the dialogue. But clearly today, as you've mentioned, and with the listening sessions, you're reaching out for what consumer perception of agriculture is. 
So from a decision point of today, looking ahead for areas that you will invest and that you will grow and you'll try to meet targets, what role does consumer perception play? Consumer perception plays an incredibly important role, and it will be increasingly important. And I think that over time, consumers are going to want to know what is the environmental sustainability footprint of the food I'm buying. I don't care whether it's an apple or a box of cereal or a, bowl or a can of soup. They're going to want to know, was this environmentally sustainably produced food all the way back to the farm? And I think that is an unbelievable opportunity for the U.S. farmer. So here comes the big elephant in the room right now. You find that there are already a group of consumers who are pushing back against crop protection products and seed technology that has been developed and approved by government agencies, not just in the U.S., but around the globe. And aside from those government agencies providing approval, now you have state legislators making decisions of the products that farmers can use and a jury of peers suggesting what should be used and punitive damages, whether right or not. How does this pushback affect you now? How can it affect you as you look for solutions towards sustainability, productivity, and profitability? So two points. One, in the U.S. litigation system, I think there needs to be litigation reform. I think when a government approves a product after extensive testing, extensive data analysis over years and supports a product, that there has to be some benefit in the litigation process around that product. So that that's one issue. But I think that the other issue is there has to be some way of measuring the environmental sustainability of food products. So today, organic is a is a brand is a is, is something that people will pay 30, 40 percent more for because they feel like it's better. As the USDA has said, it's not more nutritious, it's not safer, but it is organic. It is a brand. What we have to develop is a brand or some way of demonstrating to consumers that the food that they're getting through the use of modern technology is the most environmentally sustainable food. It's safe and it's nutritious. And I don't know exactly what the brand name is, but if there's some way of capturing the data that the consumer is interested in. The issue with organic is there isn't data. It's just it's an idea. What I'm talking about is real value that's defined by data that the consumer can access that shows the environmental sustainability. So if your food is grown with 40% higher yields than you could do with organic, which you can do today with, with, with modern technology, then you need 40% less land. And if you do no-till, you keep the carbon in the soil. So you have tremendous environmental benefits when you use modern technology that the consumer is unaware of and doesn't have any data to give them the understanding of the value that you're getting. That, to me, is the most important thing that we can do to help address climate change, and help the profitability of the American farmer who uses technology well. When we do that, we will fundamentally change the food industry, and we will have a huge positive impact on climate change. 
From 30,000 feet, I look at this and I think, what if the answers to sustainability, what if the answers to productivity and to ample and safe food come from areas that either trial lawyers have found a way to challenge or that a consumer would not receive that prevents us from being potentially as good as we could be to solve these issues that we face today in the industry? Yes, and so the answer can't be Syngenta or Bayer or Curtiva or others standing up and, and, and shouting. It has to be collaboration across the food chain. It has to be the Walmarts, the Nestle's, the Kellogg's, the General Mills, the Cargill's, the ADM's, uh, and, and NGOs like the Nature Conservancy, World Wildlife Fund, organizations that care about the world, including farmer groups, meat companies. We all care about the world. So if we want to reduce the impacts of climate change, if we want to make environmentally sustainable agriculture happen, we have to talk about what are the goals, what are the metrics, how do we get the data on the food that we're producing that shows the consumer and shows the world that it's environmentally sustainable. I assure you that going broadly organic across the across agriculture would end up with massive deforestation. You couldn't if you pick all the forests out, you still couldn't make enough food for the world. So we have to use technology. We have to use modern technology in increasingly better and better ways to not only feed the planet but also do it in an environmentally sustainable way. And this isn't just a challenge for Syngenta, although I think we have an important part of the solution, but it's working with organizations across the value chain, of course, including the government, of course, including academics and NGOs, but working together to define how do we have a sustainable agriculture system? How do we deliver food to consumers in an environmentally sustainable way? That's safe, affordable, healthy, good tasting. It can be done. And and the only way to do it is intelligent use of technology. And I'm talking about product technologies, digital technologies, all the kinds of capabilities across the value chain to make that happen. I think it's an interesting evolution of agriculture today where you might have seen the Environmental Working Group at odds with the National Corn Growers where you might see have seen the National Conservancy at odds with Syngenta, that now you're working together toward a common cause. What does that say about the place that we are with this this industry and its consumers today? Well, I think it says things about the consumers and where the world is. So let's start where the world is. Between 25 and 30% of the world's greenhouse gases come from the agriculture food chain. And so if you believe that climate change is a big issue for the world, which many, many people do believe it's one of the top issues facing the world for the future, then you have to address the impacts of agriculture food chain in order to address climate change for the world. Now, that, so that's, that's the big picture. So there's no way you can, can drive down yields, go away from technology, drive down yields, deforest more of the, of the world, and, and address climate change. You have to keep driving up yields. You have to use technology. 
You have to use various tools to reduce the amount of land needed in the future to feed the population. And you need to keep the carbon in the soil by reduced till or no-till and, and, and other techniques to enhance the environmental sustainability. So that's big picture. Now, consumers increasingly believe that environmental sustainability is critical for the world and are willing to choose products, and I would say increasingly willing to buy products and even pay more for knowing what they're consuming is enhancing the environmental sustainability of the world. So as we can get the value chain data from the farm all the way to the consumer of the product that they're buying and consuming and show them that it's a better environmentally sustainable product, I believe they will choose that product and they'll pay more for it. So as that happens, and that that requires the whole food chain to work together, and that's what NGOs will want. If, If NGOs want to solve the climate change issue, They've got to be part of that solution. That's why the Nature Conservancy is working with us. That's why Louise Fresco, who's the president of Wageningen University in the Netherlands and a major environmental sustainability agriculture leader, has joined the board of Syngenta. These people, these organizations want to make a difference, and they're going to, have, going to want to work with companies like Syngenta and others that can help bring technologies that can help make this happen. And clearly, your company and others are putting their money where their mouth is because it'll be your investment that will help to bring these things about. So without giving away trade secrets, can you give us an idea of what tomorrow looks like on the path to resolving these issues that face us today? So we are increasing our investment in product technologies, both crop protection pesticide chemistries, as well as biologicals. We've got a nice pipeline now of biological products that we think will enhance the synthetic chemistry and and, and combination, have very good solutions for pest control. We continue to increase our investment in genetic breeding of our seeds, looking for for native traits and getting them into, into more products. Genome editing, we're significantly upgrading our, our genome, genome editing capability to enhance crop performance in an environmentally sustainable way. And we continue to work on biotechnology traits where they're needed. And in addition to that, we're investing more in digital tools, more agronomists, doing more training of agronomists to help farmers get better sustainability, not just increase the yield of, of, of monocultures, but enhance the sustainability of their growing practices year to year. And we're working not just as Syngenta, but we're working with the value chain. We're working with our channel partners. We're working with grain companies, the Nature Conservancy, food companies, as well as even food retailers about what are the challenges here, what is sustainable agriculture, and how can we work together to make it happen? How can we improve the world together in ways that none of us could do individually? So then thinking about the changes that have taken place in Syngenta and now with the ownership, what can Syngenta do to change the structure or the paradigm of agriculture in China and then its impact on the rest of the globe? So China has 7% of the world's arable land and 21% of the population. And the population of China is getting wealthier and going from consuming rice to consuming meat. So their caloric intake is going way up and their demand for grains is going way up. But China will never be able to feed itself. They will always be the largest importer of agricultural products in the world. 
However, in addition to working with farmers in the United States to better export to, to China, we also are helping farmers in China be more environmentally sustainable. As you may have heard, in China, the, the yields are much lower. They have a lot of problems with soil health because of overuse of fertilizer, overuse of older, bad pesticides, and other poor farming practices. So what we can do to help them from an environmental standpoint is use less fertilizer, through our advice, use far less pesticide but modern pesticides, better seed products, and better agronomic practices to substantially enhance the soil health, reduce the water pollution, clean up the water, and to some extent improve the yields as well. So improve Chinese agriculture, reduce the negative impact on the environment, uh, but again, they will always be big importers of agriculture products. So the best thing we can do for them is to help the North American farmer continue to improve the productivity and be very effective at exporting products to China. Eric Frywell, we want to thank you very much for taking time to talk with us about the industry and the future that you see and certainly Syngenta's role in that. This is Open Mike, and in Open Mike, you have the last word. Thanks, Jeff. It's great to be in agriculture at this time. I know it's very challenging for many, many farmers, but we are in a great industry with great people and, and really doing important work for the world. So I just feel honored to be part of Syngenta team helping serve the farmers of the United States to not only feed the Americans, but to help feed the world. So it's an honor to do that, and Jeff really enjoyed uh, speaking to you about agriculture today. Our thanks to Syngenta CEO Eric Fearwald, our guest this week on Open Mic. AgriPulse Open Mic is brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. Crop insurance, the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. For AgriPulse, I'm Jeff Daly.